Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right. This is Elder G. Bazaar coming to you from Big Stone Gap, Virginia. This is Watchmen on the Wall. End time, end time. Radio ministry calling on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the creator and maker of all mankind. Made the world in six days, and on the seventh day he arrested. And ever since he started Adam and Eve into the Garden of Eden 6,000 years ago, the time of the 6,000 years, I'm going to let you know it's almost over. The world has been on the influence and under the power of Lucifer's angels. They took over in the Garden of Eden, took over to uh, the humanity, and he caused humanity to fall into sin and caused humanity to become corrupt and separated Adam and Eve from the divine relationship that they had with God. Satan intervened and cut in, and ever since then, he's been trying to eliminate God's family. And that means that he wants to get rid of every human being. Listen to what I'm saying now. Every human being that was ever born in sin and shaped in iniquity is because of Satan deceiving Eve and because of Adam deliberately went over on to the side of Satan and Eve, and that caused the human race to be cut off from God. In other words, lost, lost without any connection with God. Man was doomed for eternal damnation. Satan says, I've got to destroy God's plan. I've got to get rid of God's plan. I've got to get rid of God because I got in my mind. He had in his mind when he was created. He was created beautiful until a evil thought came into his mind to overthrow God Almighty. And ever since then, he's been trying to overthrow God's creation. And he, guess what? The creation of man. Man is subject to Lucifer because men today do not want the love of God, do not want the mercy of God. They want to go their own way, their own route, their own situation. And Satan says, since I got them, I'm going to hold them as long as I can. But guess what? He can't hold them all. He's going to hold a lot of people, but he can't hold them all. Somebody, somebody, somebody from the time of Adam and Eve until this present day have come to know the great God of Zion, the great God. I mean, the God of gods and the Lord of lords and the host of hosts. And he's getting ready to do what? He's getting ready to finish it up. Amen. Because at the end of time, at the end of the 6,000 years, God is going to let this world be handed over to Satan fully. And men, men are going to have a choice to choose Christ or choose Satan. And as we get ready to go into this session, I want you to bow your heads in prayer. Father God, we come to you this morning, this afternoon, this evening in Jesus' name. Lord, we need your help right now. We need your word. We need your Holy Spirit. We need your insight 
on what you're getting ready to do to this planet. We ask you right now in the name of Jesus, let me speak to your word, let me speak to the Holy Spirit, that I may break down the word of God and rightly divide the word of God, that I will not be ashamed, rightly divide it in your presence and in your honor and in your respect and in your fear. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, this is Elder George Bazard coming to you from Watchmen on the Wall, making a two-hour session on this great God that we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk about exactly, exactly what's getting ready to happen to this planet, to this world. 25,000 miles in circumference, 7.1 billion people on the planet right now. That's a lot of people, because compared to God, that's a handful. That's a drop in the bucket. And the Bible said, in the heavens of the earth look like grasshoppers, so we are not that big. We are not that, that big that we're bigger than God because God got the whole world. He got the water. He got the mountains. He got everything in his hand. He's that big. He's beyond man's comprehension. And God is a spirit. God is a spirit in those that worship him. Let me tell you something. You got the wish of God in the spirit because God is a spirit. He ain't nothing but spirit. He's a, he's a divine, divine revelator. He is a Alpha and Omega, he's the beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. He has no beginning. He has no end. And he made man on the earth. And guess what? Man turned on him. Man turned on him the Lucifer. He turned on him because of Lucifer. Lucifer found in the book. Lucifer is found in the book of Isaiah. Let's get some information on Lucifer. Lucifer, that low down, dirty dog. My God, is he dirty? He's rotten. He's rotten to the core. Let's see what he was before he became rotten. Amen. Before he became diabolical. In the in the fifth chapter, in the fourteenth chapter of Isaiah, let's see what Isaiah says about this. But I want to get this this year entity clear so you can understand where I'm coming from. Amen. In the 14th chapter of Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah says in the 14th chapter of the book of Isaiah, starting at the 12th verse, I read it before, but you know, you know, you got to read it over and over and over because people don't understand what's going on in the world today, what's causing all this shit, disasters and killing and murders and rapes and uh, what's causing the, the, the earth seem like it's going to a convulsion and men, women, boys, or girls are losing their mind. Listen to what it, listen to what it says here. It says in the 14th chapter, you can write this down. It says here, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground, which did it weaken the nations. The nations of the world, they are weak. They are so weak that they cannot even have peace among the mother. They cannot have joy amongst the mother. They cannot have the love and mercy that God had. Why? Because Lucifer, Lucifer had this in his heart. This is what Lucifer had. He is anointed cherubim that God created out of nothing. He brought him into existence, and when he brought him into existence, he said, Lucifer said, how art thou fallen 
from heaven. He was in heaven. He was in the presence of God. He was God's second-hand man. He was the leader of the choir. He was the protector of God's throne. He was the anointed cherubim of all cherubim. There was no other cherubim like him. And he is beautiful. He was created beautiful. He had a beautiful position. But this is what he said in his heart that caused him to fall. He said, for thou, for thou hast said, in thine heart I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mountain, mount of congregations in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Now, listen, this is what Lucifer had in his mind, in his heart. This was his intention. His intention was that he had said in his heart, the epitome of his heart, he was saying, I will ascend into the heavens. Uh-huh. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. Uh-huh. I will sit also amongst the mount of the congregation. Uh-huh. And the size of the north, uh-huh, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. This is what was in Lucifer's heart. It's in his heart today. His, his desire is to destroy the human race. Why? Because the human race was made in the likeness of God, after the image of God, and God was going to place him above the fall the fall of Lucifer. Lucifer got jealous. He got so jealous that he was willing enough to what? Try to overthrow the throne and the power and the deity and the, the sovereignty of God Almighty. And God cast him down, cast him down. What did he cast him down to? This is what the Bible says. This is scripture. This is not no made up. This is what it says. It says after the 14th verse, I will above the heights of the house. I will be like the most high. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell. There you go. Hell. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell. To the side of the pit. So what here? He was dethroned from the presence of God Almighty. Now, what is God? God is the spirit, and God is love. God is mercy. God is goodness. High in the world can God be goodness and mercy and love, and the world is going mad. The reason the world is going mad because Satan says, I'm going to do the opposite of what God is. If God is love, I'm hate. If God is joy, I'm disaster. If God is peace, I am violent. And so now Lucifer has come so violent. And so angry at who? God Almighty. Why? Because God made man in his likeness, and God loves his own image. He loves his own uh, 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 image, and after his image and after his holiness, he loves God. Loves himself by loving himself. He made man after him and after his likeness. And put him in the Garden of Eden and told him to dress and keep it and multiply on the earth. Why? Because 
God said, I'm going to build me a righteous kingdom. I'm going to build me a kingdom of kingdoms. I'm going to build me a perfect, perfect people when I get through. I'm going to do it on my own. I'm going to do it with my power. I'm going to do it with my love. I'm going to do it with my mercy. I'm going to do it. Why? Because he is self-existent, don't need nobody else. He was before Lucifer. He was before any cherubim. He was before the world was made. He always existed. Nothing existed before him and nothing was existed after him because he's God. He's God. And Lucifer is not God. God, amen, Lucifer is an anointed cherubim. He was made after the likeness of a cherubim, not God. He's a divine prophet that God spoke him into existence. And by his fall, by his rebellion, his total rebellion that he had, that he rejected, Guess what? He said, yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the north of the pit. The pit. Where is the pit? The pit is found where? Let's see where the pit is found. Amen. Let's see where the pit is found. Okay. The bottomless pit is found in the book of Revelation. Let's see what Revelation says. Got your Bibles out? Amen. Amen. We're going to see where the pit at. We know where heaven at. Heaven is in the presence of God. So here, in the ninth chapter of Revelation, it says, And the fifth angels sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven into the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. All right, there's the pit. It's, it's, it's a pit, and it's bottomless. Now listen, and he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose smoke. And out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came up out of the smoke locusts, and up on the earth, and, and to them was given power as scorpions of the earth to have power. So the pit is a place where Satan was cast out of heaven. In the 14th chapter of Isaiah, and in the 15th chapter of Isaiah, it says, Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell in the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall what narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake the kingdom? Is this the man that's making the world shake today? Is this the man that's causing wars and uh, catastrophes and volcanoes and tornadoes? Is this the man that's causing families to be broken up and the destruction of our youth? Is this the man that's causing all the world wars, World War One, World War Two, and there's more wars coming yet still to come, and the war is going to come during the time of the tribulation period? And the tribulation period is almost here because we see everything is falling in place. The Bible tells me in the in the thirty seventh and thirty eighth, thirty seventh, thirty eighth, thirty ninth chapter of Ezekiel about the valley of the dry bones. It tells me about what? 
It tells me about a time in which there's going to be a World War III. A World War III is going to come forth pretty soon. And this World War III will be started by the 38th and 39th chapter of the book of Ezekiel, where Ezekiel says, I saw God and made God Meshach and Tubal form an alliance with five nations, and they are going to try to wipe out Israel in the part of the tribulation period. The tribulation period is almost here. It is being worked on now. They tell me Putin is planning to what? What Putin planning to do? He's planning to leak up five what? Confederate nations. Five of them. And these five Confederate nations are planning to come down up on what? Up on Israel. Is this? Is this Lucifer's working? Yes, this is Lucifer's working. Lucifer working through evil men, rotten men, dirty men, men who don't believe in God, men who think they are God, men who think they can rule the world through Lucifer. Lucifer got men deceived, got women deceived, got children deceived, got the whole world deceived because he's the great deceiver, and he's deceiving anybody he can get his hand on. He got people saying that there's no God, that there's no heaven, that there's no hell, and you just just be born and live and then die and just, just disappear. Well, that's a lying wonder because let me tell you, the Bible says it is a point once for men to die, and after death, it's going to be the judgment. Every man that's ever born, he's going to have to die one way or the other. Either he'll die before the rapture, he'll die after the rapture, he'll die in some part of the place that God is going to appoint him to die, and after death, he's going to judgment. Every human being. Every human being, every human being that ever was born is going to have to stand before two judgments. The judgments, number one, the judgment of the church, huh? the judgment of the church, the true church. And then there's the great white throne. The great white throne will be the last judgment after the millennium reign of Jesus Christ. All the wicked dead will be found at the great white throne. All the righteous that die in the Lord will stand before the bema seat at, at the place of the rapture, at the place of the rapture. The rapture is yet around the corner. Just a few more, woo, might be a few more months, might be a few more days, might be maybe a year and a half or two years. But I tell you, we are going to see some things happen in 2023 that's going to shake your liver. Amen. It's going to make you think on what and how much time do we have left because Jesus Christ is coming back to what? Save the church. Save the church. you got to save the church because the church is the body of Christ. And those that don't know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, hey, look at here now. Look at here. The only way that Satan can be defeated, the only way Satan can be damned, the only way Satan can be condemned is through the blood of Jesus Christ. When Christ died on Calvary's cross, guess what he died for? He died for the sins of the world, that man can be saved from the 
from, from sin by the blood of Jesus Christ, and God Almighty was the only one that was able to become flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld the glory of the only begotten Son. So the only way you can be saved by the grace of God is through Jesus Christ. The devil's been defeated, and he don't he don't want nothing to do with the cross. He's trying to get rid of the cross. He's trying to tell folks it's not necessary for the cross, and the blood of Jesus Christ cannot save you. But I'm here to tell you, Jesus Christ's blood can save me. It can save anybody that want to be saved. But the world today has been deceived by who? Lucifer. Lucifer says, no, just go to church. Pay your tithes and offerings. Be good. Uh, 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 uh. If you if if you are poor, God's gonna let you into heaven. If you're rich, God's gonna let you into heaven. If you just do good and don't bother nobody, you can still go to heaven. But that's a lying wonder. That's a lying wonder. And the wonder is, when Jesus called Nicodemus, he must be born again. He was saying that you must be born of the Spirit and of the water, or you cannot see the kingdom of God. In other words, I don't care who you are, what you are, where you're coming from. I don't care your denomination. I don't care the color of your skin. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care how much education you got. I don't care nothing about that. One thing I do care about is that you have a soul. Oh, you got one soul. You got one S-O-U-L. And that soul will live forever somewhere. And there's only two places where your soul can abode forever. Either it will abode in heaven or it will abode in hell because no sin will ever enter back into the kingdom of God and the righteousness of Jesus Christ will never, 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 and his blood will never burn. It will never suffer. Why? Because it's the blood of Jesus Christ and the blood of Jesus Christ can cleanse you from all your sins and make you white in the snow and give you the victory in a dying world. Listen what it says, what it says, what it says. It says, yet thou shalt be brought down to hell. To the size of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, This is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake the kingdoms, that made the world as a wilderness. You hear what I'm saying? The world today, the world today has become a wilderness. It the people are going mad through sin and damnation. Look, let me show you what the devil produces. The devil produces sinners, lost, undone, wretched. The devil produces all kinds of wicked people. Wicked people. Listen to what the Bible says, those you're all going to end up in the lake of fire in the pit. In the 21st chapter of Revelation, in the 25th chapter of Revelation, it says, but the fearful, fearful people, people living in fear today, people are scared to death. They're scared to even walk in the daytime. Fearful, fearful. And unbelieving, don't believe nothing concerning the divine providence of God Almighty. 
Don't believe in Jesus Christ. Don't believe in the resurrection. Don't believe in his suffering. Don't believe in holiness. Don't believe in faith. Don't have no idea that without faith is impossible to believe God, for you must believe that he is in water, and those that receive him will find him. The fear for the unbelievers, the abominable, the abominable, look at our, look at our, look at our nationality, look, look at our, our country, look at our nations, look at our races. Our races don't go crazy. They don't go crazy. People are killing and murdering and raping. Little children are being uh, uh, sucked up through a tube and put into trash cans. And the, the, uh, 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 our governments are using us as guinea pigs and trying to slaughter the people and get rid of all the weaklings and, 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 and try to recreate another race. These are demonic demons. These are what the devil's doing. He says, listen, this, this is what Satan makes. He makes murderers, murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, drug addicts, drug addicts everywhere, drug addicts in the church, drug addicts on the street, drug addicts everywhere. People selling, buying it, they're worshiping it, they're honoring it, they're using it to get their pleasure. And he says here, I balance with people worship anything but the Son of God. They will not bow down at the name of Jesus until the until the end of time, and the Bible says, at the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow, maybe tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. And a lot of people today ain't bowed down to nothing but their own self-will. They're bowed down to their own money. They're bowed down to their own pride and selfishness. Why? Because they have no idea since that there's a God in heaven, and he's a jealous God, and he said, I will repay when I come back to this earth. The abominable, the murderers, the whoremongers, the, the sorcerers, the idolaters, and all liars. All liars should have their part in the lake. The lake of what? The lake of fire. I'm saying this in the anger of Lucifer, because he is going to hell. He is going to hell. And I'm not saying this anger of telling you you're going to hell, but if you reject Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and going to church ain't going to save you, you've got to repent of the no-down, dirty, rotten sin that I've just mentioned, the whoremongers and the adulterers and the, the, uh, uh, the lesbianism and the homosexuals and those are people in cannibalism. They're eating their own babies. They're, su- uh, they're suffocating their own babies. They're worshiping it, and they're going through sex organs. They have wife swapping. They have uh, 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 animals uh, having sex with animals, having sex with any other beast of the field. And this is abominable to God Almighty, and he hates it. And he says these people will have their part of the second death in the lake of fire where it burns brimstone, 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 lake of fire where brimstone, place called Gehenna. Gehenna is the place where this is second death. In other words, here it is. Second death is to be separated from God. Separated from God. You're cut off from God forever. You will be cast into darkness forever. You will be lost forever. You will have a part where there will be gnashing and gashing of teeth 
forever and ever and ever and ever. And you will have five things that you will take to hell with you. And that is what? You will take your eyesight. You will take your smell. You will take your hearing. You will take your memory. You will take your taste. You will take everything that you have of your five senses, and you will be in hell with that. And you will feel every bit of all your senses forever and ever in eternal torment. Why? Why? Why do I have to go through that punishment? Why? The reason why you got to go through the punishment is because while you was on top side of the earth, while you lived 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, 80 years, 90 years, you lived 30 years, you lived while you was here on earth. And you hear the gospel of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ being preached right now. You're hearing it. You don't went to church. You don't hear it on radio. You don't hear it. You don't hear it probably alone. Some people have heard it. Don't pay no attention. But you have heard it how the Bible tells you what Jesus tells you. Except you repent, you shall likewise perish. In other words, except you turn from your sins, repent of your sins, and believe up on the name of the Lord, save Jesus Christ, and be saved. The Bible says, Thou shalt huh, have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him shall not perish. All right? You had an opportunity today. You got an opportunity maybe tomorrow. But tomorrow is not granted to you. Tomorrow is not guaranteed that you're going to be here tomorrow. But if you leave this planet, if you leave this world, if you leave this atmosphere, and you depart from this world without meeting Jesus Christ, guess what? You will lift up your eyes in hell, which a hell is a waiting place for the wicked to be judged. Woo! After what? After the great millennium of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And those that reject Christ, in other words, when you reject Christ, you're telling Jesus Christ himself, I don't want you to come into my life. I don't want you to come into my life. You're telling Jesus, I don't want you to change my life. You're telling the Lord Jesus Christ that your your sacrifice is not sufficient enough for me. I don't, I, I don't want to believe in the blood of Jesus Christ. I don't want to accept the atonement that you made for me because I think I can get to heaven off of my looks. I think I can get to heaven off my mom and daddy. I think I can get to heaven off my color of my skin. And, and, and I believe that if I just be good and don't bother nobody and stay out of trouble, that I can die and go to heaven. But let me tell you something. You are dead wrong. You are never, you are never, you are never, you are never, you will 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 never enter the kingdom of God without depending and accepting the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, who is Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ is God Almighty in the flesh. What happened? Jesus Christ 
who is God Almighty in the flesh, and God became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld the glory of the only begotten Son, who which is in the bosom of the Father. And when Christ came down here, that was God or all God, 110% God. And guess what he did? He was born in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes. And man, he stayed on this earth for 33 and one half years. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He cast out devils. He removed disappointment in people's lives. And he walked on the water. He sued the raging sea. He did everything that God is. And most of all, he was persecuted. He was beaten. He was spat upon. He was beaten so bad that they tell me you couldn't even recognize that he was a son of God. They crucified him. They nailed him. They opened up his flesh, and they called him everything but the son of God. And he hung on the cross for six long hours. Six long hours, and he took the sins of the whole round world, past sin, present sin, and future sin, and Jesus Christ became a sin offering. In other words, he became a whoremonger. He became an adulterer. He became a liar. He became everything that man has become, everything that man has done. He paid the penalty for that through his blood, and by paying it through his blood, the only way you can escape the wrath of God Almighty is you've got to repent from your low-down, dirty, rotten sins that you have done and confess the Lord Jesus. Jesus Christ with your mouth and believe with your heart and what he did on Calvary's cross, he did it absolutely for you. Not for you only, but he did it for the whole round world. And if the whole round world rejects Jesus Christ, guess what? The whole world will go to hell. The whole world will go to hell. The whole world will go to hell. Why? Because no sin can ever come in God's presence again through Lucifer. Lucifer lost. Lucifer is done. Lucifer is damned. But what he's trying to do, he's trying to damn every soul that ever was born ever since Adam and Eve. And by that, he figured that when Christ came, that he could kill him and wipe him off the face of the earth, dethroned him who he was, just like he tried to do in heaven. He's trying to do here on earth. And by doing that, guess what? He has failed. The only one that Satan is going to get is those that reject Jesus Christ. You hear what I said? The only one Satan is going to get is the one that reject Jesus Christ. And the Bible tells you how Lord said hell is going to be. The Bible tells you, me, and anybody that reads God's word, it tells you how large hell is going to be. We're at, preacher, in the fifth chapter, in the fifth chapter, in the fifth chapter of Isaiah. Let's see what Isaiah said about hell. It says in the fifth chapter, 14 verse, this is how big hell is going to be. It's going to be a large place. Fifth chapter of Isaiah, the 14th verse. 
It says plainly, therefore hell, H-E-L-L, has enlarged herself. Now, if you want to get personal, there's going to be a lot of females in hell. Yeah. You know why? Because there's three sins that damn and damn your soul. The love of money, the love of sex, and the love of position. And here we see it says hell shall enlarge herself because the world is covered with sex. The world is covered with sex. It's everywhere. Why? Because sex is a gift of God through Adam and Eve for marriage. But Lucifer got a hold of it and he has twisted it for his own pleasure and brought damnations on many of souls. Many of souls have been damned into hell because of sex, because of prestige, because of money. And now Isaiah says, look, here's what's going on. Therefore, hell has enlarged herself and opened up her mouth without measure, and their glory and their multitude and their pomp and he that rejoices shall descend into it. Good Lord, have mercy. So hell is going to be Lord because people are rejoicing today going to hell. Oh, they love recreation. They love partying. They love wife swapping. They love adultery. They love drinking. They love prostitution. They love pornography. They love every low-down, dirty, rotten sexual sin that you can think of. They love animals, sex. Animal, you know what I said? Animal sex. They believe <clears throat> they believe have a relationship with their own kin folks. They believe in have sex with their own animals. They believe in have sex with male two males and two females. They believe in lesbianism. They believe in homosexuality. They believe in sodomites. They believe in incest sex. Uh, they believe in that garbage. Why? Because the Bible tells me exactly where this year woman looks like what? Looks like in the book of Revelation. In the book of Revelation, we see what sex will be the head destruction of the souls of men on this planet. Listen, the 17th chapter, it tells me this. The 17th chapter of Revelation, it says, <clears throat> it says, And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vows, and talked with me, saying, To me, come hither, I will show thee the judgment of the great horde that sitteth upon many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed what? Fornication. Not prayer meeting. There's no prayer meeting there. There's no sanctification there. there there's no holiness there. There's no love of God there. It's committed what? Fornication. And the what? The inhabitants. It didn't say a handful. It said the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with sex. Drunk. Spiritually drunk, physically drunk, drunk with the wine of her fornication. All sex. Ooh, mess up. 
all kinds of messy things. And from all this here, you get what? You get venereal diseases. You get HIV. You get you get uh, 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 you get coronavirus. You get all this here crap. You get people who got syphilis and gonorrhea and cumula and all these sexual diseases that's spreading around the world today. And they're trying to find that to be why? Because the sex is the weakest part of the human race, both male and female. People love it. People are drinking. Here's this year woman, which is the false church in 17th chapter of Revelation. This is what it said. It said the inhabitants, inhabitants, with an S on the end of it. In other words, the whole world. Let's see what let's see what it says. And of the earth have been made drunk. Staggering down the street, prostitute on the street, no clothes on, all the bosom is out, men driving by, looking and lusting and, 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 and craving to get their self-satisfaction. Listen to what it says, and it made drunk with the wine of a fornication. This is the false church right here. This is the false church, and the false church is the woman that's riding on the scarlet beast. Woo! And she looked good. She looked excellent good. She looked miraculous. She looked unique. And that's what men love today. That's what women love today. That's what the world loves today. They're going sex crazy, sex mad, sex insane. People dying, committing suicide over what? A good little feeling that don't even last for three or four minutes. So they come back for more. They come back for more until they be made drunk with it. They're drunk. They're staggering into the house of God anymore. I'm talking about the church on this earth. I ain't talking about the glorious church. I'm not talking about the body of Christ. I'm talking about this false church. This is what it says. And so John says, so he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness. And I saw a woman. I saw a woman sit up on a scarlet beast, red, bloodshed, full of names of blaspheming, having seven heads and ten horns. The seven heads are the seven world empires that will fall woo, and be controlled by the woman. The first seven heads known as the Egyptians, the Assyrian Empire, the Babylonian Empire, the Medo Persian Empire, the Greece Empire, the Roman Empire, and ten horns. The ten horns represent the European common market known as NATO. NATO today comes out of Rome, Italy, and the ten toes that Daniel talked about, the ten horns that Daniel talked about, the ten crowns that Daniel fought, are in action today. And it's headed by now the Pope. The Pope is the head of the Vatican. He is mustering up right now. He must know right now that all churches, all churches, all churches, and this, he, these churches that he's gathering up will, <clears throat> will come from unregenerated people who don't know Jesus Christ. You hear what I said? They will join hands with the Roman Catholic diocese, and they will be under his influence. That means every denomination that shake hands with the Roman Catholic Church of uh, this year woman on the Scarlet Beast, and we're going to find out exactly what she is, and I'm going to tell you what she is, and I ain't going to beat around the bush, 
And if you if you link up with this your Roman Catholic Church and link up with this just world churches and link up with the seven seven uh, heads and the ten horns, woo, let me tell you something. Lord have mercy. Oh Lord, let me get this. Let me get my information here. Hey, Amen. Because I want to make this plain. I want to make this plain to you. I mean, what we dealing with in these last and evil days. We're dealing with two kinds of churches. One is called a glorious church that Jesus Christ purchased with his own blood. And the other is called a great whore. And Jesus Christ ain't purchased nothing out of this church because this here church is unbelievers who have rejected the atonement of the cross. They rejected literally the atonement of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They said if you just come to the Pope and kiss his feet, amen, and just join in with us under, under your own beliefs and just shake our hand, you are in the church. But that's a line wonder. That's the church that Satan has been trying to drill up for the last 6,000 years. And during the tribulation period, it will come to it will come and be manifested. Now listen to this. Amen. In the 17th chapter, seven heads. The ten horns. Or now, here's the ten horns. The ten horns are what? The European common mark. The European common mark. What are the European common mark? Horns. The first the first three horns is Denmark, Britain, and Ireland. That's nineteen forty eight. They formed in nineteen forty eight. Now see you got to know the word of God to break this down. See, this didn't come overnight. I'm telling you now, this did not come overnight. I've been preaching this gospel. For 57 years, and it took 57 years to rightly divide the word of truth and break it down exactly what Revelation is talking about in the 17th chapter of the Ten Horns. The Ten Horns, the first three, first three horns is Denmark, Great Britain, and Ireland. The second three horns is Luxembourg, Netherlands, and Belgium. The next one, 1973, West Germany, France, and Italy. The next one, Greece, 1981, which represents the ten horns in the book of Revelation right now. Right now, the ten book, book of Revelation said there's ten horns. The ten horns are existing right now. And after the ten horns come, Daniel said, Daniel said, D-A-N-I-E-L, Daniel, the book, the prophet. The prophet that spoke 6006 BC about the mark of the beast and spoke about revelation of bringing the ten horns into existence. And now the ten horns are here. And then he said, After I saw the ten horns, I saw another little horn that spoke great things against the Most High. And he had eyes and he was blaspheming God. Well, what is this? This horn represents the Antichrist. The Antichrist. You ain't going to hear this in church. You ain't going to hear this some, on Bible study night in some churches. You ain't going to hear nothing about Revelation. Why? Because Revelation is the devil's 
the devil's enemy. Amen. The devil don't like the revelation because Jesus Christ said the revelation that God gave me to the angels, I want to give it to the seven churches. And the seven churches of Asia Minor, today only two of them received the book of Revelation. The other five, they denied it. And there's churches today denying the book of Revelation, and yet still they are going to join up with the sheriff great whore that's mentioned in the book of Revelation at the 17th chapter. So what we got here, we got the ten horns. The last one was Greece. After Greece, John Dan said, Daniel said, I saw another little horn. And this year horn had eyes and spoke great things against the Most High. So if this little horn came up to be the 11th horn, what's the name of the country in which this 11th horn will represent? Fasten your seatbelt. Fasten your seatbelt. This horn that I'm going to tell you right now, and I told you before, this horn right now represents Spain. Spain is the 11th horn that came in to the union of the European common market in 1986. When it came in 1986, there was a man that was called Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos was picked by Generalissimo. Uh, Generalissimo picked Juan Carlos in 1938. 1938, Juan Carlos came from Rome, Italy, and sent him. Carlos came to Spain in 1938, and from 1938, to 1975, he was in Spain. While he was in Spain, General Lissimo passed away. And when he passed away, he told the he told the Spanish government to give the throne to Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos took the throne in 1975 and turned it from a dictatorship type government into a democracy government, and they were able to take what in 1986 they became the head of the ten toes, the ten horns, the ten crowns, which now is in existence. And by being into existence, they tell me, look her here, look her here, look her here. Then they tell me, out of this year, Juan Carlos, he will bring forth a son, and his son will be the heir of the Spanish government. And in 2014, uh uh-oh, 2014. What happened in 2014? You wouldn't know. The world don't even know. Why? Because they ain't studying the word of God. Because God uh, can't can't reveal uh, 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 a righteous thing to evil people. People don't want to know. And the Bible says there's a time coming when uh, the wicked, the wicked will never understand this. The wicked will never understand what's going on in the Roman, Roman government and what's going on into the Vatican and what's going on into these year ten toes and ten horns and ten cones. Listen to what it says. It says this year horn, this horn that will come up in 1986. But before 1986, guess what happened in 1968? In 1968, Juan Carlos, Juan Carlos was married. 
because Juan Carlos got married in 1962. By him getting married in 1962, in 1968, he had a son. And that son was named King Felipe from 1968 until 19 what? No. Until 2014, King Felipe was a full-grown man, come from Juan Carlos. And now, King Felipe is the king of Spain, which is the 11th horn. By him being the 11th horn, it identifies him and let, let those that have an understanding let the world know that have understanding. Let the prophet know that have understanding that this here man is the Antichrist. He's alive today, and he'll be 55 years old, 2023. He will be 55 years old, 2023. He's a grown man. He has a wife. He has two daughters, and now they are in the place of what? He's in the place of right now waiting for the Jewish people to claim the temple site, waiting for the Jewish people to claim and say that the Antichrist is here. And guess what? Listen to what I'm saying. The rabbis, the high rabbis in the Jewish Jewish uh, sect, in the Sanhedrin court, they are already, Jews are already, high class rabbis are saying, now we know who the Antichrist is. And we know we are looking for him right now. Why? We are looking for him because we are preparing to build a temple. And he has to be alive now in order for us to start building the temple. When we start building the temple and when we start setting up the order, we want him to come and make a covenant with us that we can rebuild the temple for the old sacrificial offering. And guess what? They do it. You hear what I said? I said they are doing it today, right now. Netanyahu is back in power. The Jews are setting up the five red heifers. The Jews are setting up the priesthood of offering sacrifices and offerings. They get ready to burn the heifers, and guess what? The heifers will be in full age by 2023. They will be able to offer the sacrifices for the temple. Wake up, church. Wake up, preacher. Wake up, deacon. Wake up, sister. Wake up, Bible studies. Come on. We're living in the last day. We're living in a time just before what the rapture will occur. But see, the Antichrist cannot come on the scene and on the international scene. And on the national scene, until the body of Jesus Christ is excommunicated. Now, listen, people say, well, who's going to heaven? Well, there ain't going to be no denominations that go to heaven, or denominations are not going to heaven. No, it ain't going to be the color of your skin that's going to get you to heaven. No, the only way that you can be caught in the rapture, oh, look over here, the only way you can be caught in the rapture is when, woo, you give your life to Christ, when you repent of your sins, when you turn from your wicked mind self and turn to Jesus Christ and believe on, believe with your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead by the power of God. 
So where we at? We are almost in the year 2023. 2023 is the year. It's the year. It's the year. One, two, three. One, two, three. God is going to reveal what? He's going to reveal the rapture of the church 2023. Oh, you talking that old garbage. You know what the world said? There's a bunch of, no, you know, that ain't no good. That you, you, you trying to predict. No, I ain't trying to predict nothing. I ain't predicting no names. No, hour. I'm just telling you what's on the map, what's on the schedule. And the next thing on the schedule on 2023 that shows you how close to the rapture is the 38th and 39th chapter of the book of Ezekiel. That is the book of World War Three. World War Three will bust open by 2023. But before World War Three, there's going to be another war between the Arabs and the Palestinians because the world today, the nations of the world today want to get rid of one nation. They want to get rid of the Jewish people, but they are messing with the wrong people when they mess with the children of Israel, when they mess with the seed of Abraham, when they messing with the seed of Jacob. They are messing with the wrong people because these people are going to be the one that's going to close the church age. Good God Almighty, because the church age age is almost over. And the last church age on the book of Revelation is called Laodicea. And the Laodicea church age, Jesus Christ said, you need a hot nor cold. You're lukewarm. I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. In other words, Jesus was saying, y'all make me sick. You got a form of God, but you ain't got no power. Your preacher's not preaching the gospel. They're preaching motivation speeches. They're preaching anything but the blood of Jesus Christ. They're preaching anything but the resurrection of Jesus Christ. They're preaching anything but the suffering and the resurrection and the death. They're preaching everything but the word of God to tell the world, except you repent and turn from your wicked ways, you shall likewise perish. And if you don't get caught in the rapture, if you don't get removed in the rapture by the blood of Jesus Christ, that means that you're going to head in for the world church. And the world church is found in the 17th chapter of what? Revelation. This is the world church right here. The world church said, then the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color, decked with gold and precious stone and precious having a golden cup in her hand. Now, listen where it's full of. It's full of abomination. It's full of what? Homosexuality. It's full of illicit sex. It's full of what? It's full of fags. It's full of backbiters. It's full of filthiness of fornication. It's full of all sex, all over the church because that's what's going on in this world church because this woman is sitting on the scar 
on the beast, and they tell me the seven kings and the seven heads and the ten horns. She's riding and having control of the government, but that's going to change because the government is going to change and burn the church. Good God Almighty, this church is a typical church as ever of Jezebel, and Jezebel was a strict whore. She wasn't up but a whore. She whored all the men, and she whored all the, the women, anybody that wants to get into a whore, and Jezebel was the cause of it. And to tell me, Elijah told Jezebel, if you don't repent, I'm going to turn you in into a a potted meat. I'm going to turn you in and slaughter you. And Jezebel threw up her head, and she had, she can't, she couldn't stand. She couldn't stand the God of Israel, and she refused to repent. And she was full of abomination and the filthiness of her fornication. And up on her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of Horos and abomination of the earth. And they tell me this is what's on the church today. This church is being named already. Laosia is getting ready for the setup. This setup will be led by the Vatican, the Pope, and 300, listen to me what I'm saying, 352 denominations plus occults, the Illuminatis, the Illuminatis, the Illuminati. Listen to what it says. They're going to set this thing up. And when they set this thing up, they're going to have all these religions join in and become integrated into the world church. Integrated into the world church. Here's a few religions and occults that will link up with the world church the papacy in Rome. Jehovah's Witness was joined. Humanism was joined. The occults were joined. Evolutions were joined. Witchcraft was joined. Atheism was joined. Buddhism was joined. Taoism was joined. Islam was joined. Circleism will join. Judaism will link up with them. And the reason why Judaism will link up with them because they deny Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So those that follow the Jewish saying that Jesus Christ never came and believed that this man is on the scene or coming on the scene is Jesus Christ. The paganism will join in. The agnosticism will join. The Hinduism will join. The spiritualism will join. The Baptist, the Presbyterian was joined, the Church of God in Christ was joined, all major denominations who believe that this is God's will and it's not God's will, is Satan mustering up his false whore that will prostitute the whole world. The deists, the voodoo was joined, Satanism was joined, circleism was joined, Mormonism was joined. All the secret societies, such as the Freemasonry, Octopus Deal was joined. 
The New Age Movement was joined. The United Nations was joined. The Club of Rome was joined. The Templar Knights was joined. The Skull and Bone was joined. Council of Foreign Relations was joined. Illuminati was joined. Ooh. European Union was joined. The Bilderberg was joined. The Kabbalah was joined. Every false religion will link up 2023 and run on into 2024 will move on into the 17th chapter of Revelation. And this is what it says on this year, Great War. False church upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon, the great mother of harlots and abomination of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and of the blood of the martyr of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. And the angel said unto me, Wherefore didst thou marvel? And I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast. Now listen, is the woman and the beast that carried her which has the seven heads and the ten horns. The beast that thou sawest was, now here's the beast, and it is not, and shall ascend out of the bottom of the pit. Woo, look here. You hear the, You see the word pit? What did I see that pit before? I seen that pit before. I seen that pit in the book of Isaiah. Let's get back there and see it. That's what the Bible says about this pit. It says this. The 14th chapter, it says this. 14 and 15. Yet thou shalt be brought down into hell to the side of the pit. They that see thee narrowly look up on thee and consider thee saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble and this shaking the nation. Well, here he is, here he is in the 17th chapter. And the beast saw that thou saw it, and is not shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition, that they that dwell on the earth shall wonder. All right, now listen. They shall wonder whose name were not written in the book of life from the foundations of the world when they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is. And here is a mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are the seven mountains on which the woman said it, Rome. And there were seven kings. Five is fallen and one is and the other is yet to come. Now, here it is. Now, listen. Five is fallen. Egypt fell. Assyrian fell. Babylon fell. Median Persian fell. Greece fell. Five is fallen. One is Rome and one yet to come. When Rome fell, that was the sixth one. And one is coming, which is the seventh one. And the seventh one is the world church. 
which now has been formed in Rome, in the Catholic diocese. Said, and there are seven kings. Five is fallen, one is, and the others is not yet come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space. Now, Rome failed, but Rome was revived in 1948. 1948, World Council of Churches, Israel became a nation, and the world economical came into form. Now, this is going to be revived of the Roman Empire. And when it is revived, it's going to be revived under the power of the fake resurrection of the Antichrist. Oh, I don't know if you can catch a hold of this or not. I don't know if you can catch a hold of this. But what's getting ready to happen in 2023, this great whore is going to be forming from this day on over until the end of 2023. And when they get this thing together, and when this war comes, because there's going to be a war with the Arabs, there's going to be a war with Gog and Magog, there's going to be a war at Armageddon, and then there's going to be a war at uh, Gog and Magog at the end of the 1,000 reign of Christ, because Jesus Christ is getting ready to annihilate the sin on this planet. God is getting ready to annihilate sin on this planet. God is getting ready to annihilate the sin on this planet. And if you are in your sins, when the wrath of God falls on this earth, you are going to be caught in the vengeance of God's anger because of your sins. You told God, I am going to reject the ultimate sacrifice that you gave for me. I'm not going to accept it. If you don't accept the blood of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and repent of your sins, and you die tonight, you die tomorrow, you die a year from now, and you die without Jesus Christ, you are going to have a place in hell with the devil and his angels because it wasn't prepared for you. It was prepared for the devil and his angels. But since you just love that devil so much, you just love all what he has to offer you. You just love the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. You love to try to be somebody. You try to be proud. You try to be self-sufficient. God said, now, since you're so self-sufficient, you can't get out of hell. This woman consists of over 300, or maybe even more than that, over 300 and some different denominations of religious people that's going to what? That's going to follow after this beast. This woman will be dressed to kill. She's going to be looking sharp. The Kardashians and uh, all the... uh, 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 loose women who show their behinds and show their breasts and show all oh, this woman here on this, on this college beach man she's going to be out of sight she is going to be ooh, she'll make man she'll make a man pull his head off his head he'll make a man jump like a jackrabbit why because men weaknesses and number one sex weaknesses very few men 
turn away from a loose woman. Very few. Very few. Joseph said, no, uh-uh, I ain't doing it. Samson fell under the hand because his weakness was a woman. David fell under the hand because his weakness was a woman. Solomon fell under the hand because his weakness was a woman. And women had the power if men let them control them. Why? Because Satan knows that through that he can damn millions of souls. This woman will be world church. After the rapture of the church, Jesus Christ will permit the Antichrist to rise. He will come on a peace platform. Now listen, I'm going to finish this up and give you a little more understanding. It says, and there were seven kings, five is fallen in one is, and the other is not yet come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short time. Well, the one that ain't came that's coming is the Antichrist, and he's going to continue a short time. He will continue for the last three and one-half years. He will continue for the last three and one-half years. And the beast that was and is not, even he is the eighth, and is of the seventh, and goes forth into perdition. Now, what's going to happen is this year, one that's coming on the scene is going to be assassination. He's going to be assassination. And when he lays in the ball for three days and three nights, he's going to be resurrected, which will be of the eighth that comes from the seventh. And by him coming from the seventh, it will be the eighth, and he will continue a short space, a short space in three and one half years. And there he will control the world. He will control the world fully for three and one half years. The first three and one half years he will control, but not fully because he hasn't done his resurrection thing. See, he's going to resurrect it, and the world will say, oh, my God, my God, my God, my God. Oh, oh, this is awesome. This is Jesus Christ. This is the Son of God, which is not the Son of God. It's the Son of Satan, and guess what he's going to do? Let's see in the 13th chapter of Revelation exactly what he's going to do after the resurrection of the Antichrist. Because the devil is going to do a duplicate resurrection, uh, a resurrection of Jesus Christ, which will be a phony, fake resurrection. And the world is going to do what? Now, I'm going to read what the Bible says. I'm not going to tell you what something that uh, uh, I guessed that. Now, listen to what it says. Here we go. 13th chapter. Revelation. And I stood, I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and up on the ten horns, ten crowns, and up on the head of the name blasphemy. Those, those, uh, those countries that I gave you in NATO, these are the ten horns, ten crowns. Exactly, the same one, the same one, Denmark, Great Britain, Ireland, Luxembourg, Netherlands, Belgium, West Germany, France, Italy, and Greece. These nations exist today, and the 11th horn was known as Spain. Spain is the 11th horn, and
And so that's where the Antichrist is coming from. All right? And he says, and up on his head, the name of blasphemy, blaspheming God, hating God, cussing God out, using all kinds of profanity. And the beast which I saw was like a leopard. He's going to be swift. He's going to be swift like a leopard. His feet was the feet of a bear. He's going to be vicious. He's going to kill anybody that does not follow his rules and regulations. He will wipe the population of people off the earth because they refuse to fall under his power. And his mouth is a mouth of a lion. In other words, he will have great authority. And the dragon, the devil, Lucifer, 14th chapter what? 14th chapter of what? Of Isaiah. Lucifer was in heaven. Now he's on earth. Now he's saying now, dragon gave him power and his seat and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it was wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. All right. If he wondered after the beast, how is it that the people are going to wonder after this beast? Well, he's going to do a fake, low-down, dirty, conniving resurrection of Jesus Christ, and the world is going to have no sense idea that this is a fake, fake, phony resurrection of Jesus Christ, but they believe that he is Jesus Christ, and they are going to fall under the resurrection and this fake resurrection, and they're going to say, yes, this is Jesus Christ. This is what it says. And I saw one of his heads as it was wounded to death, and a deadly wound was healed. And what? All the world. All the world. You hear what I say? All the world will wonder after the beast. They will wonder after the beast during the tribulation period. Because they have seen and witnessed the greatest fake, phony resurrection that the devil has ever performed. And what he performed, he performed a fake resurrection of Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus Christ was the Son of God. Jesus Christ died on the cross. You got that? He died on the cross and hung on the cross for three, what, and one. He died on the cross and died and hung on the cross for six long hours. Jesus did. They took him off the cross. Then they laid him in the grave. And then three days and three nights, on the third day morning, Jesus Christ was resurrected by his own power, came up from the grave three days and three nights, three days later. Satan is going to do a duplicate of this in Jerusalem. He's going to be assassinated. He's going to lay in the morgue for three days and three nights, and he's going to be resurrected from what? From the dead after the three days and three nights. Because Satan, in the 12th chapter of Revelation, 
where Michael and his angels fight against the prince power of the air in the first and second heaven and dethrone Satan from first and second heaven and cast him to the earth in the middle of the tribulation period. In that point, the Antichrist would be dead for three days and Satan himself literally will incarnate himself into the body of the Antichrist and raise him from the dead in the presence of the whole world, nationally, internationally, locally, and unlocally. The whole world, uh-oh, this is what I'm saying. The whole world will will witness the greatest phony, fake miracle of the devil. And he's going to fool majority of the world. And the Bible says in the 13th chapter, and all the world will wonder after the beast, whether it be your granddaddy, your grandmama, your sister, your brother, whether you be black and white, whether it be ugly and pretty, whether you be a churchgoer or not a churchgoer, whether you be whatever you are, amen, when you receive this here miracle and you believe it, you are going to be preparing yourself to receive the mark of the beast. Because if you don't believe this, guess what? You will not be able to buy and sell unless you receive the mark of the beast. And the mark of the beast now today it is presence in our presence, in our presence. They are planning to... to Talk about it more in 2023. They're going to talk about more of the temple building. They're going to talk about more of the sacrifices of the of of of, of the of red heavens. They're going to talk about this year new secret that they're working on right now called CERN. CERN. Scientific men now are working on a thing called CERN, in which they are going to break in to what? They're going to break into the another dimension, and they're going to be able to go in behind dark order, dark order, and they are going to open a pit, and in this pit will come out locusts, and these locusts will steam in that they want to die. This is coming up. This is coming up very soon. And there is a horrific number of demons and UFOs and all kinds of entities that get ready to invade Earth. They are going to invade Earth. They have invaded a little bit now, but they're going to invade the whole thing. After the rapture of the church, amen, and Satan says, now i got control of the mark of the beast, I'm going to sit in the temple that the Jews built, and I'm going to let the world know that he is God Almighty, and if you don't fall down and worship me, I will behead you. My friends, we are living in the last days. We are living in the last days where people are not even thinking about what's getting ready to happen to this planet. God is tired. God who gave man 6,000 years repeatedly, 6,000 years of repeatedly revealing his 
love for you and his mercy for you and his goodness to you to turn from your wicked ways. I suffered and died on Calvary's cross for you. I gave you my son. I, I give you 2,000 years to go, uh, go back to heaven and send you power from on high to be a witness for me. I give you rain. I give you sunshine. I give you warnings. I give you everything that you don't even deserve to get you to understand for God I live, for God I die, and that if you don't receive my son Jesus Christ, the one that shed his blood on Calvary's cross for your sin, and you die, you are going to bust hell wide open because you rejected the sacrifice. Don't reject him tonight. Don't reject Christ tonight. This is 2022. You've got a month and a half, or less than that, before we hit 2023. You've got food prices going up. You've got people killing one another. You've got children rebelling one another. You've got people shooting and killing and murdering and raping. You've got people just going crazy, losing their mind. The hospitals are full. The prisons are full. The street corners are murderous, and, 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 and people are doing all kinds of wicked deeds and done and God is looking down out of heaven, and he's down. I can't even look upon wickedness. I can't even look upon evil. And the only reason that I'm here today, the only reason that you're here today, the only reason is because what God did on Calvary's cross to his son 2,000 years ago, he could have destroyed the whole world and went on into eternity. But he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish. My friends, my loved ones, my saints, my brothers, Jesus Christ is on his way back. The Antichrist is here. He's alive. You can find him on YouTube. The only thing you've got to do is look up Madrid, Spain, and look up King Philippi. He's six foot six. He descended from the throne of David down to down through Generalissimo Franco, which is the descendants of Esau, and Esau and Jacob were brothers. And Juan Carlos is descended from the throne of David. Come on down to the present hour now we're living in. It's already planned. It's already fixed. He is 50. He'll be 55 years old, born in 1968. He's a five-star general. He knows ten languages, and he is tall. He is handsome, and Spain is in love with him, and the Jewish people are in love with him because his father was considered to be the king of Jerusalem, and he gave him that power through his son to be the king of Jerusalem, and the Jews now is waiting for him, waiting for him. 2023 is a third year, the third year. And the Lord said in the scriptures, in the book of Hosea, you might not believe it, but I'm going to get that scripture for you. 
And when I get this scripture for you, I want you to pray about it, think about it, meditate on it. The sixth chapter, the sixth chapter of Hosea says this. God is talking to Hosea, talking to Israel. Listen to what he says. Come and let us return unto the Lord. For he has torn, he will heal us, he has smitten, and he will bind us up. This is I. This is Hosea talking to the children of Israel and telling Israel, God said, come, let us return unto the Lord. Talking about Israel coming back to the Lord. For he has torn, he has ripped us apart from the time of the Egypt all the way down to five kingdoms, down to Egypt, down to Assyrian Empire, the Babylonian Empire, the Median Persian Empire, the, the, the Grecian Empire, the Roman Empire, and the last empire, which is the known as a new world order. He has ripped us and torn us, and he will heal us. He's going to heal Israel. And the healing began in 1948 until 2022. Israel is being healed. Israel is being brought back. Israel is given the opportunity, amen, to, to rebuild their temple. And God said, go ahead and rebuild your temple because I'm going to rebuild through this temple that you are going to be worshiping the wrong Christ. I'm going to rebuild you and bring you back into a place, and I'm going to what? And he has smitten, and he will bind us up. He says, after two days, after two days, he will he revive us. In the third day, he will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. They ain't talking about the church. They ain't talking about the church. They're talking about Israel. Definitely Israel. This is what it says again. After two days, after what? After 2,000 years is up. After 2,000 years, he will revive us. In the third day, the third day is the millennium reign. Third day is the millennium reign. The millennium reign is where God is going to revive Israel and put them in the millennium reign as the head of all the nations. Why? Because two days, and after the two days, I'm going to revive you into the millennium reign. Now, we've been living up to 2020, 22, 22. In 2021, that's one day. In 2022, that's two days. In 2023, that's three days. And after these first, these last three days, which represent a year, in the third year, at the close of the church age, I'm going to what? I, I'm going to revive you. And I'm going to revive you at the beginning of the third day. And that third day will occur at the time that the trumps of God will blow in 2023. 
2023, the third day. This is scripture. And I know the devil said, oh, you don't lost your cotton picker mind. You've been talking about this so long. You sound like a broken record. Well, I'd rather be a broken record on the right way, amen, than no record at all. Because on the third day, Jesus Christ was resurrected from the dead. On the third day, Jonah came from the belly of the well. It's the third time that Peter denied Jesus Christ. We're going to look up some threes after a while and see what them threes represent. But we know one thing for sure. Hosea said, come, I'll read it again, come and let us return into the Lord. Talking to Israel. Not the church, not the preachers, not the deacons, not the sisters, not the convention. He's talking to Israel. For he has torn. God has torn the Jewish people and let them be torn. And Hitler, all the, the, the dictators have tried to get rid of uh, the Jewish people. And he has torn. And he will what? He's going to heal us. He's going to heal who? He's going to heal the Jewish people. And he has smitten. And he will bind us up. He's going to bind the Jewish people up. Thank God Almighty. Thank God Almighty. Thank God Almighty. Thank God Almighty. And after two days, will he revive us? The two days, 2,000 years. And on the third day, the millennium reign will rise us up. And he and we shall live in his sight. In other words, the Jews are going to live in God's sight. God is going to have the Jewish people as the head of all the nations of the world. Every nation must come to Israel and bow before God's people and give David, give all those patriarchs homage and give them respect and give them the honor to let them know, amen, hey, these are God's people, and now the millennium reign for the Jews will be the teacher of all the nations. And Christ will rule the world for a thousand years in the millennium reign. But the thousand years cannot be complete until the seven-year tribulation falls upon this earth. And God is going to depopulate the earth because of sin. And men will not receive him. And men will not bow down to him. And men will not honor him. And men don't respect him. And men don't revere him. And men don't honor him. God's going to say, at the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. And men today don't want to bow down to the Lord Jesus Christ, don't want to honor him, but the Lord said, I'm going to break every knee. I'm going to woo tell every tongue and let every tongue confess that he is Lord to the glory of God. This is the hour we live in. This is the hour we live in, my friends. I've got to slow down on this. I don't want to. I don't want to outrun y'all and get you confused. Cause you're not gonna hear this in church. You're not gonna hear this from preachers today too much. 
because they don't study their Bible. And the Bible says, and the Bible says, man should not live by bread alone, but what? Every, every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, from Genesis, clear across Malachi, step on Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, come on over there to Romans and come on over there to First and Second Peter, come on over there to uh, Jude, and come on over there to, to Acts, come on over there to Revelation, and come on over there to Philippi. Come on! Every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And the word of God is from Genesis to Revelation. And Revelation, the world shut down, trying to shut down Revelation. You can't shut it down because whether you believe it, whether you accept it, a lot of people will be walking in it. They will be knowing nothing about it. They're going to think this is God's work. This is not God's work. This is the devil's work. The devil works through lies and cheats and backbites and hypocrites. Jesus Christ works through love, mercy, and goodness and forgiveness of sin and and reconciliation and rejoicing. God works through nothing but his love, and his love passes all understanding. So the next war that we'll be seeing, probably sometime in 2023, is going to be with the Arabs and the Philistines and, and, and the Philippians. Well, the Arabs are going to try to eliminate the Jewish people, where the world will witness the greatest end-time biblical prophecy of all times. Because after the rapture of the church and the church mission will be over, there won't be one saved person up on this earth until, until God gives the commission and gives the permission of the 144,000 Jewish men that will open up the first part of the tribulation by preaching the gospel in the seventh chapter of Revelation. There's going to be what? There's going to be 144 Jewish men of God chosen in one half years, and the church will not, cannot, God will not permit it for the church to be here because that's his body, and the body of Bible, the body of Christ is done with her mission. And her mission was to preach the gospel to the utmost parts of the earth, going baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost will be over. We as a church will be in the presence of the beamer seat of Jesus Christ, and there the saints of God will be awarded to the works that they have done while they were here on earth. Every man will require works. These works may be wood, hay, and stubble. You will suffer loss. But those that gold, silver, and brass, it will be awarded by getting a crown. So let me tell you something. The church will not be here during the tribulation period. 
the 144,000 will preach for 1,260 days. 1,260 days, the 144,000 will preach that Jesus Christ is the Messiah and that he's coming back to set up the millennial kingdom. And guess what it's going to do? It's going to tear the world up. It's going to, woo! It's going to call one of the most greatest revivals that ever struck the orbit universe. And that is that they're going to say, they're going to preach so hard until John looked over to the mountainside and said, where did these come from and who are they? And somebody said, Don, don't you know who they are? And he's going to say, no, could you tell me something about it? He said, yeah, these are they that came to great trials and tribulation with palms in their hands, singing a new song. These are they that heard the word of the living God down to the time of three and one half years. These are the 144,000 that preached that Jesus Christ is coming back to set up the millennial kingdom. And they tell me the number, the number is a number that no man can number as many as the sands of the sea. That's the first three and one half years. And the 144,000, after they get through with their mission, God is going to redeem them from the earth. When they redeem them from the earth, Satan is going to be mad, and this will be in the middle of the tribulation period. He's going to be resurrected from the dead and come back to life, and that's going to give him a little authority to say, look, I'm God Almighty. I'm God. I'm going to set up my idol. I'm going to set up my false god, and I'm going to set up this half-human computer, and I'm going to ask everybody and demand everybody to receive a mark on their hand or on their forehead in order to identify worship toward me. Whoever will not worship this and receive the mark will be beheaded through guillotines. And let me tell you something. The guillotines are here in the United States. The guillotines are here in the United States, 60,000 and more to come. Barack Obama's coming back. Trump is trying to come back. All these guys trying to come back. But Barack Obama believes in the guillotine. Y'all don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. The devil got you blind. Barack Obama is going to reinstate executive order that the the execution of the guillotine will be used during the tribulation period, and the Antichrist is going to be right behind it, and he's going to demand that if you don't receive the mark, you will be beheaded. Ain't no more church. No. No more church. No more prayer meeting. No more Bible study. No, 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 no. It's going to be hell on earth. It's going to be riots in the street. It's going to be it's going to be killing and murdering. It's going to be raping. It's going to be breaking and entering. It's going to be a mess on top of a mess. Never like it ever was before or ever will be. It will be as in the days of Noah. It's going to be hell, brother. It's going to be hell, preacher. 
false prophets. It's going to be hell soothsayers. It's going to be so bad, people going to kill each other, suicide going up. It's going to be murder. These are the people that have rejected Jesus Christ. And there are going to be some people who accept Jesus Christ. So when this man comes, he identify himself as the man of sin, the son of perdition, the wicked one, the one that has the influence and incarnation of the devil himself, and nobody will able to stand against him. One man and one man only. The lion out of the tribe of Judah and the root of David will be able to withstand the demonic, demonized Luciferians and demons and devils around the world. And he will show the world who he is. And he is going to defeat Gog and Magog. And he's going to burn them in the valley of Megiddo. He is going to burn and illuminate and determinate and annihilate the armies of Russia. Gog and Magog, Meshach, and Tubal will be defeated on the top of the mountain of Israel in the presence of the whole world. Church won't be here. And I know church going is not up to its power anymore. People are not going. People are not really serious about what's getting ready to happen. They think this is going to continue on. and just, uh-uh. It's going to be a stopping point where you're going to hear the gospel and you're not going to hear it from the body of Christ. You're going to hear it from 144,000 Jews, and God is going to send two witnesses in the latter part of the tribulation period to finish up the 1,260 days. You're going to hear from them, and there ain't going to be no collection. There ain't going to be no, ain't going to be no saying, I don't believe it, or what, you don't do this, you don't do that. It's going to be a time of judgment. And these two witnesses will have power enough to shut up heaven, and they will have power enough to turn water to blood. And there's only two men in the whole world of, word of God that had that kind of power, and that was Moses and Elijah. And these two men did not finish their ministry in the Old Testament because Moses struck the rock two times, and they tell me, they tell me that Elijah, uh, chicken out, amen. He chicken out and wanted to go to heaven because Jezebel was running them down. And God said, you didn't finish it, but I'm going to have you to finish it in the latter part of the three and one half years of the tribulation period. And the world will try to destroy you, but they can't do it until the end. This started all in the Garden of Eden. It started all in the Garden of Eden, and it's going to be finished at Megiddo. It's going to be finished at Megiddo at the end of the tribulation period. And God is going to dry up the Euphrates River, which already is drying up. The rivers of the world is drying up. The four angels are going to be set loose. 
then they're going to muster up a muster that's going to kill one-third of mankind. God been spit at. He done been denied. He done showed his mercy and his goodness and his love. And man spitting at him and saying, no, the heck with it, forget you. And God said, that's enough. And at the end of the tribulation period, these two men will be killed, lie in the streets for three and one half days, televised, televised, Twitters, YouTube, TikTok, all these new technology is going to open up and the world is going to witness it. The gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel, the way that John the Baptist preached it, the way that Paul, Paul and Peter preached it, the way that the prophets preached it, the way that Jesus Christ, the Son of the God, preached it. Except you repent, you shall likewise perish, and people are perishing, diving into hell, because they refuse the love of God. Don't be in it. Count yourself out. Go to the cow. Go to the cross. Fall down on your knees and say, Lord, I am a sinner. Save my soul. Save my soul. I'm sorry for the sins that I have done against you. Give me strength that I can acknowledge who you are and what you've done. You did the ultimate sacrifice that nobody else could do. Come to me quickly, Lord Jesus. These are the last days. This is Elder G. Bazaar coming to you from what? Big Stone Gap, Virginia. It's a pleasure to be with you this evening. I hope you have the word of God like it reads in the Bible. Don't be joining no denominations or nothing. Don't be joining nothing. If you got to, stay at home and read your Bible and and occupy yourself till he come because people are telling you all kind of lies. And if you ain't gripped on the word of God, you'll suck into it. Because when this Antichrist comes, he's going to do glorious, magnificent miracles. Because he's the greatest receiver that ever was and ever will be, and nobody can out-trick it. The only way that you can escape the wrath of God is through his son and his son only. Muhammad ain't going to do it. Uh, Islam ain't going to do it. Baptist ain't going to do it. Presbyterian ain't going to do it. No denomination ain't going to do it. Your mama ain't going to do it. Your sister ain't going to do it. Your theologian ain't going to do it. Nobody but Jesus Christ can deliver you from the wrath of God Almighty, and that is repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible said, thou shalt be saved. This is Elder Bazaar. Love every one of y'all out there. I got about 10 minutes. I'm getting ready to close. I'm closing because the time is short. The day is far spent. And I'm closing with these words right here. I'm going to read nice chapter. 
Now listen to this. This last word. I'm, I want you to listen to this. Ninth chapter of Hebrews. Ninth chapter of Hebrews says, twenty-second verse, and almost all things are by the law purged with blood of the law. Everything in the Old Testament is done in the law are done by purge with blood and without 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 shedding of blood is no is no remission of sin. It was therefore necessary that the pattern of the things in the heavenly should be purified with these things, but the heavenly things themselves with a better sacrifice than these. For Christ is not entered into the holy place made with hands, which are the figures of the truth, but into heaven now to appear in the presence of God for us. No more animal sacrifice. Christ died, rose again, ascended up into heaven. When he ascended up into heaven, he's now standing at the right-hand side of the Father. And if you want to receive Jesus Christ, you cannot get no kind of animals or no kind of sacrifice or go in the temple. you got to come directly to Jesus Christ. Why? Because he shed his blood on Calvary 2,000 years ago. And by that blood, you can receive salvation. Only through him. Only through him. Only through him. You can plant your seeds. You can get your money. You can get your blessings. You can do that. You can get all the the little things that you want in life. But let me tell you, only through Jesus Christ can you receive eternal salvation. That's what I preach. That's what I live for. That's what I hope for. That's what I look for. That's what I know. There ain't no other way that I can ever live with Jesus Christ except I be washed in his blood. By faith, washed in his blood. Once and for all. He said, I'll never leave you, neither will I forsake you. I don't care how bad you are. I don't care how sinful you are. I don't care how... Uh, unbelief that you have walked in, Jesus Christ loves you, every one of you out there. Whatever you do as I leave this air, whatever whatever you do, don't go to hell. Don't go to hell. Don't let nobody tell you nothing else. Anybody tell you something else other than the blood of Jesus Christ, he's running out here. You're not going to heaven by works. You're not going to heaven by proving you are. You're not going to heaven by your mama, your daddy, your sister, your by the word of God tonight is nobody but Jesus Christ, God's son. God bless you. God smile upon you. I'll see you Sunday at 5 o'clock. Bless.